0: This is the Broncos Blitz presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Myers, my co-host. He produces the product as well. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center. What I do, baby? Yeah. yeah. We just wrapped up our 9 to 11, our morning gig, uh, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., 98.1 FM, milehighsports.com. A ton of different ways to listen to our show we do every single day. But this is the Broncos Blitz podcast, um, which I think, Jake, is going pretty well. We're building steam. We kind of got it going, rolling right now. I like the th- Theme and kind of how we frame up the show. I like how we do this thing in under thirty minutes, a little more than twenty. It's like a little lunchtime treat. We're like Dairy Queen. Uh, we treat you right. A uh, very generous lovers as well. That's a reputation we have. Uh, sorry to make it weird, but uh, subscribe to this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Go to sports.com and check this thing out. Uh, the new My High Sports app is a thing of beauty. It's a beautiful app. Whoa. Um, And I, I just think that you guys should let us know how we're doing. Review, rate, comment on the thing, ask us some questions, hit us. Um, at tweets Danny on Twitter as well. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. Welcome to the podcast. Jake, how are you, buddy?
1: Doing well, doing well. The show was a, a banger show, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mash. <laughs> bangers and mash. So... You know, I'm looking forward to talking some more Broncos. Uh, a lot went down. There's a lot to digest from the joint practices
0: uh, that went down yesterday. Okay, so let's start there. I was going to start with some other stuff, but let's just start there. I mean, what, there's, what were some of the recaps, some of the themes, the narrative of the practice, practice yesterday?
1: Uh, we'll start with the bad. Uh, I heard that the Broncos' offensive line got manhandled yesterday. Got their asses waxed. They got dominated by the Minnesota Vikings' defensive front, and you know, rightfully so. I mean, the the Vikings' defensive front is
0: uh, Vikings that's are their, a pretty good team. That's their strong man. point of their team. The Vikings are a pretty good team you know they're right there in the middle of the league in terms of talent they got some good players defensively they got some skill offensive guys i think dalvin um even though i i took a look at his chart turns out dalvin cook's bones are made out of pie crust but when he's on the field he's pretty (laughs) you know he's pretty lethal he's pretty special and Kirk cousins when not asked to do too much can do just enough to not make the playoffs so, you know, you don't want to look bad against the Vikings. We thought it was a good thing the Broncos uh, found a way to match up and pair up against these Vikings so they wouldn't have, like, you know, they wouldn't be demoralized like they were last year after the Bills handled them in every way, you know, sense of shape and form. So um, Right, and especially with, the, with this Vikings defensive
1: front, you got Daniil Hunter, uh, Pierce, Sh- uh, Sheldon Richardson,
0: Tomlinson. Wow, Sheldon Richardson! I forgot about
1: Sheldon that. Richardson is a backup on this team, and that that should mm-hmm. tell you enough how good this defensive front is. So this is a great test for the Broncos' yeah. offensive line, and you know we've been talking uh, you know for
0: for this entire off season. Then you question the intensity level. Everyone who was out there was saying they weren't going too hard. Uh, there's a couple comments by coaches saying, "Well, there's instead of ninety guys out here, teammates, you got 180 teammates out here." You know, basically like. Like, you know, like our, we have one rule on our show. Everybody love everybody. everybody. You know what I mean? That's kind of what the rule was. So, you know, what to take from it? Nothing. It's a chance to look someone else in the face other than your ugly teammate you've been staring at for three straight weeks. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll get it this week. It'll matter. Preseason game number one. Because there are some guys who are going to look at this as like the, literally – Lining up, thinking this play, this moment, this touch, this situation will make me the team. I'm going to make the team on this drive, on this play, and this moment. Um... And you know, sounds kind of cheese, Dick. But like, it's true. You know, it's like I believe that kind of stuff. Hard knocks has made me believe that kind of <laughs> stuff. So you know, these joining practice, these joint practices, you take nothing from it other than as long as everyone stays healthy in these things, then you know, you're good to go. Um, so, do you know what? We'll talk about Teddy for a minute here. And then we'll, in the second half, do uh, it's not a game, but it's a uh, segment full of fun and entertainment. It's uh, infotainment, is what we're calling it. Um, so, Teddy Bridgewater, um, who was drafted by the, v- the Vikings, number 32 overall. Okay. Just in the right spot for a team to, uh, a franchise to not buy into him, where half the fan base wanted Johnny Manziel, who went 10 picks before him. and you know, Maybe another, maybe not half, maybe another fourth of the franchise thought, why draft a guy at all there? It's a waste. You know, it wasn't good enough to be a first round pick. Why draft him at all? So Teddy Bridgewater had all of those things going against him going into his rookie season and just you know from being drafted in a weird spot at number 32 overall in the first round right so what does teddy bridgewater do takes a toilet you know team to 11 and 5 almost overnight Actually, was the rookie of the year? I think leading those boys to eight and eight as a rookie, and then going eleven and five the next year. And the team looks like uh, wow, this team is—you know—they run the ball. They got a good defense, and Teddy Bridgewater's a, a good player, ascending young quarterback. Well, um, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, and said yesterday when he was seeing some kids run around in uh, number five Bridgewater jerseys, that's like. Uh, that's like, uh, that's an antique now, man. That's a throwback. <laughs> I like that. Thro- I like that Bridgewater throwback. We um, made him get a little emotional. And he said, actually, more lately, he's been thinking about the injury, you know, an injury that he had that, again, I uh, pulled it up on the show. It was, quote, unquote, was a horrific, quote, unquote, the team surgeon, a horrifically gruesome injury and compared it to a war wound a war wound his knee exploded so Teddy Bridgewater you know reflected on you know the the journey from kind of the come up to having it almost all like not only his football career taking away taken away from him but maybe like his leg as well um, to now, the comeback to what we call Teddy Bridgewater going to um, quarterback graduate school in New Orleans, um, winning all those games that he had a chance to play with all that talent around him was, you know, the perfect guy for the job. 5 0, oh, undefeated. Uh, makes you kind of see what the guy is capable of. Do you know what? Cashing out, making all that money in Carolina. Um, being talked into Carolina by a head coach who was a rookie head coach, My who. Who is a college head coach who it turns out didn't think it was important enough to practice red zone stuff and two minute drill stuff. Okay, interesting. Ooh. Well, so what happens? It, it's all on Teddy, like it is in sport, like it is in, in, in the NFL. It falls all on the quarterback directly. They have a very high pick, a draft pick. Um, they're ready to move on from their quarterback or trade for another, you know project in in Sam Darnold and Teddy Bridgewater has made the scapegoat so all of a sudden Teddy Bridgewater looked again at like damaged goods so what happens the Broncos come calling at the right place you know kind of the right time and Teddy Bridgewater now will have another opportunity to start and lead a really talented team um, to again to the playoffs the Teddy Bridgewater story Jake Damn, that's a good one, bro. That's like it's like uh, Disney Plus made for oh. Disney Plus. It's not quite Pixar. It's not a bl- it's not a summer blockbuster. It's just not you know gonna be like Aladdin or da Little Mermaid or Moana. But will make for a great, uh, certainly a great Hallmark movie. Oh, absolutely! And I mean, starring again. Cuba Cooting Jr., who just got released from jail, who's kind of like a C star now as well, it goes back to he already played a football guy before. You know what I mean? Something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like you said, made for TV. Uh, the comeback story. Everybody loves a great comeback. So it would be phenomenal to see Teddy even, you know, perform to where he was in Minnesota, where he was, you know, so rookie of the year type stuff. Who's more
0: prepared and mature and ready to lead these Denver Broncos? That guy who has been through all of that, or the other guy who rubs his fingers through his hair? Whose mom has to come stick up for him at every, you know, moment of something going bad or, you know, rough times for him? So to me, it's just not close. Teddy Bridgewater is the right man for the right job at the right time. And again, I'm going to use we do comps here, you know, in life. You know, like we're, you know, again, we love we love the home. I know they're asking eight seventy five. Well, let's look at the comps. What are the comps? Show me some comps. Uh, the comp is Alex Smith. For one, uh, not only the incredible comeback story, okay, from Alex Smith coming back and, you know, just for himself. He could have still played somewhere this year. Alex Smith at least could have came back and backed up and earned that starting job again. But Alex Smith just did it for himself. rode off into the sunset. You know, I love that story. But to use Alex Smith as a comp with Kansas City, Jake, um, Alex Smith is, was just enough quarterback. They're, um, making, they're making the playoffs, um, and kind of pushing towards, you know, they're building towards something. I mean, Alex Smith and Kelsey and the run game, all that kind of stuff. Andy Reid, they kind of feel like the Donovan McNabb led Eagles, you know? What, is, what does Andy Reid do? What do those Chiefs do? Choke. Well, they what? What'd you say? Joke. Well, they do. Okay, you could call it that. Just weren't good enough at the position. So what do they do with the, you know, they trade the 30th pick overall, whatever it was, 20th overall pick, move all the way to 10 to Go draft Patrick in. Mahomes. Go all in on Patrick Mahomes. People are like, what? You're, you're, Alex is a great quarterback, all that kind of stuff. That's a luxury addition. That's going to blow up in your face kind of stuff. Well, they rolled the dice on themselves. The rest is history. Okay, the best story for Broncos country here regarding Teddy Bridgewater and for me, and this might sound kind of cold, isn't for Teddy Bridgewater to lead the Broncos to the playoffs uh, for a couple years in a row. And then they, you know, um, Teddy Bridgewater, it's uh, ages out and they find it. No, 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 no. that's we're not going to roll with Teddy. The great story is they go to the playoffs with Teddy Bridgewater this year. They win 10 games and Teddy Bridgewater makes this outfit here makes this outfit look good enough, a la Tim Tebow taking a bunch of dudes to the playoffs and beating the Steelers, so then the next great quarterback, one of the, what did we say in the last podcast, the five guys who are active who have won Super Bowls, that caliber a guy, whether it be Aaron Rodgers next year, as pathetic as that sounds, waiting for him, or the drafting of another guy who we believe is Mahomes-like. That's, okay. that's a recipe for success. Well, not the recipe for success. We you know it's like that's how you do it. Let Teddy Bridgewater come lead the whole, this whole program back to the promised land. But once, you know, that's just promise. Promise is not a real thing. Promise is you can't touch it. It's not tangible. It's not like a, it doesn't really exist. It's just words. The real thing is Mahomes. Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. I don't want to get into it right now. So there's a, that's a great
1: comp between Alex Smith and Teddy it's Bridgewater. It's the ultimate comp. Not and, just the legs, the, not just the injury, right. but the career arc and the storyline. The only difference is that Teddy Bridgewater had his devastating injury early on in his career, yes, and sir. Alex Smith had it at the latter part of his career, at the twilight of I his like career. So go now, go Teddy girl. Bridgewater... He's he's already come back, and he and we know that he's capable okay. of playing. You know what,
0: you, for what you just said that I loved, maybe we do give Teddy Bridgewater here a couple years, but maybe he earns it by going to winning ten games in this tough division this year. Throws for twenty four touchdowns, runs for another three and four, and they win ten or eleven games, and they beat the Chiefs one time. And it's like, look, did you see what Teddy went toe to toe with Mahomes? All that kind of stuff that would earn him one more opportunity to come back and do it again, kind of like they gave. Alex Smith a couple few years but again like in the meantime the in between time um you got to find that next either Mahomes diamond in the rough which is really hard to do or you better be like you know calling that uh S- uh, side piece and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't cheat on Teddy yet. We're just talking. We haven't hooked up to her or anything. We're just friends. But like, you know, laying that groundwork down, keeping those options open. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, his agent, the whole thing. Well, how, does Aaron Rodgers tell me where we're at right now? Do you know you're leaving Green Bay after this year? Win, lose or draw? You know, I'm always dude. If I, I I'm telling Teddy, you're my one and only someone. You know, I'm telling Teddy, you know, I just, <laughs> Teddy, you're the only one for me. Teddy, I've, n- I've loved others before, Teddy. I won't lie about that. We know that we both have histories, but I've never loved someone like you before. I'm telling every starting quarterback, that kind of stuff. But you know, in the, in the, in the, on the side, in the meantime, I'm telling you, bro, I got scouts at LSU and talking about that big old Hawaiian dude. I got, I've got him everywhere. I got flyers out everywhere. You know, um, and that's just what it is. And Am I a tramp, Jake? No, no. You're looking for. Am I whoring
1: myself? <laughs> you're always looking for the next best thing. Who's not, bro? And in the NFL, that's that's what you have to do.
0: I'm stay gotten, relevant. Like, I'm living my life through like the George Steinbrenner, uh, uh, Doctor Jerry Bus. I got superstars right now, but who's like my next superstar? Pat Riley might be, a better comp. You know, Pat Riley's like, mm-hmm. they're always competitive. Yeah, you might not have LeBron anymore. They were just finding themselves in the finals again. He's rolling the dice on some talented white dudes and Harrow and Duncan, but he's also making trades for Kyle Lowry. You know? Kyle Lowry. Mike Lowry. So, let's stop right there. Okay, that's the half. we're into the third quarter now of this podcast it's the Broncos Blitz Podcast I'm Danny Williams Jake Meyer Uh, we do this podcast every single day for you guys Um, we need to know that out there you can't just like listen to it you subscribe to it well you can listen to it do whatever you want I'm not going to tell you what to do my bad you're right I'm not going to tell you what to do my bad but if you would like kindly maybe consider subscribing to the podcast um, anywhere you can find podcasts Jake such as Spotify uh huh Apple Podcasts, okay.
1: Google Play, yeah. Stitcher, yeah. Spreaker. Yeah. You could find our podcast anywhere yeah. you find podcasts.
0: So we appreciate you guys tuning in, checking us out, listening to this bad boy. We try to do it uh, a good job every day, every single day for you guys. Um, I have tweets, Danny, on Twitter. Jake's at Jake my Radio on Twitter as well. Okay, so we want to do something with you? Okay, so do you know to maybe sum up the Teddy Bridgewater stuff? It's like I again. I'm a silly heart, Jake. I'm a lover. You're a dreamer. I'm a dreamer, kid. Okay? And we know that Broncos country can, in fact, talk themselves Literally into anything, and I'm about that, you know, because we've ha- we've lived the the the, the uh, John Elway uh, riding off into the sunset. We've lived the Disney story tale, a oh, whole new world. I'm not gonna do it right now, but you get it, you know. Uh, we've had Peyton Manning come here. That's like. Um, Trying to think of another uh, ballad from, what's the, what the, uh, the seaweed is always, no, that's not the good one. um What's the one where they kiss, hey, kiss the girl. Remember that one? Right, right. Yes. Little Mermaid. There you see her sitting there across the way. He don't got, she don't got a lot to see, but there's something about her. That's, listen, that's in Broncos country. Those are the stories that we expect. Now, Tim Tebow. Even Tim Tebow, God's work, wasn't good enough for Broncos country, okay? Because God only wins half the time. The devil wins the other half. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to get weird with you guys. I was just trying to – I was just rolling. I was just rolling. Um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> – Sometimes we can't stop it. Sorry, my bad. Edit that if you need to out. Um, <laughs> but I just like – the expectation, Broncos country – You get you when you go from eighty three to ninety seven with Elway, and then like really good quarterbacks like Jake Plummer and Jay Cutler, you know, and all of the all that came along with Tim Tebow. When all that's not good enough for Broncos country, Jake, and you know the expectations are Peyton Manning or bust. I dig that. I love that. That's a Lakers lifestyle, bro. That is a New York Yankees um, swagger. Cream of the crop. No doubt about it. And I want that for the Broncos, and the Broncos deserve that. It's like Green Bay. I mean— you know, it's you go Bart Starr, and then uh, they had some down times there. Makowski, whoever, I don't know what happened, but then you go Brett Favre to to Aaron Rodgers. That should be my brand. My brand is incredible quarterback play, greatest quarterback play of all time. So whatever it takes to have that again, or you like, you're mystical. You got like, we're gonna find that. We're gonna re, you know, we're gonna re- rekindle that with Jordan Love or whoever the next guy is. You gotta like, yeah, right. Sell that. You gotta sell that, Jake, because people are buying that hope Justin Fields is not here if he was you know what we'd have hope hope okay and some people are like just again hope is not it's just hope Jake is not a, a you can't buy hope at the store okay hope is not like you can't touch it like right now like i don't know if it tastes like just like air hope's not a tangible thing okay but doesn't hope feel like something you can just Feel the difference. Doesn't hope give you like a reason to like get up and care. Hope makes you care. Right now, this team, it feels like we're no hopers, bruh. No hopers. But with Teddy. Well, maybe with Teddy, but again, I just talked you into like the next great Pixar. You know, that's like the story of Coco or like, what's that? I don't even know what happened. These are fairy tales. These are fairy tales. Fairy tales can come true. It could happen to you. I mean, again, so in the end, I love this Teddy story. But the Teddy story is a Hallmark movie. We're summer blockbusters. Broncos? That's what we're about. About championships. Bad news, Broncos. So I will take Teddy for the time being to put this thing back on the train tracks to bring respect with the K back to the fr- to the brand and the franchise, and to help then like pave the way to Patrick Mahomes. Do you know why? Because Patrick Mahomes is going to be in this division for the next ten years. Do you know what it's going to take to beat Patrick Mahomes? A Patrick Mahomes like individual. Over the long term, the long haul. Teddy can't do that kind of stuff. Teddy's capable. I love Teddy. I'm falling for Teddy. But like in a way where I know like she's moving to f- back to Florida. She's moving back to Florida at the end of the summer. So like it's going to be the most wildest summer of s- sex and drugs that we've ever had in our lives. But I know that she has to go at the end of the summer. Back.
1: We have to, to enjoy Florida it State. now. Yeah, right? Right, right. You enjoy it well. Oh, uh, man,
0: we rollerbladed all summer at Wash Park and hit that chronic. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, what do you do when, like, when you summer love, summer loving? Uh, bowling, you know, lots, <laughs> lots of dates. <laughs> ah, bowling. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh okay. Hit that chronic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, right? It's Colorado, guys, podcasters. Um Okay. So do we in the podcast or we do we do our most important Broncos thing? Well, I wanna
1: give you this before we get into okay, that because it kind of coincides. Okay, let's do this. Um so NFL Network, uh their in-house analytics branded as game theory. They projected the Broncos to have one of the worst units at quarterback and wide receiver. They ranked the Broncos' quarterback room 27th best in the NFL. They ranked their wide receivers. This one was a little bit of a shocker to me at 22 in the league. So we were gonna do, you know, what the Broncos, which Broncos players need to stand out and ha- and be their best to have
0: success for this season. Yeah. Quarterbacks and receivers <laughs> okay, check are out. some of those positions. Here's groups. what we're gonna do: we're gonna run with what you said. Leave this open ended for some comments on today's podcast for tomorrow. Knowing that we're gonna come with a list, you're not gonna be here tomorrow, but we're gonna do a list here of our ten most important Broncos for success this season. That if they, if you know, if these guys go over on all of our little career totals, which you know we'll have a show there with our props, all that kind of stuff. But if we get overproduction from him overproduction from him he outperforms he lives up to expectations who are our most ten important guys to do that who would then lead to again the, the like the goal for the broncos is like back to respectability not getting blown out in games. Five hundred football is one thing. Playoff football is another thing. Ten and seven sounds kind of hard now. You know, ten and six sounds hard. Ten and seven, you know, it's you get one more game to get to ten. But the wear and tear of seventeen games, you know, the survivors of, um, you know, who's going to survive the season is going to be half of the battle. Just give me relevant football in November and de- in December.
1: That's what I want to see. If you're in the you running, want it to matter late in the season. If you're in the running late in the season,
0: yeah, okay. that then you're That's relevant. Pretty, yeah, I like that Jake I like that as a guideline in a sense of like it mattering if it doesn't matter or does it not matter you know so uh, and then we don't have the there's no uh, eighth overall pick there's no young quarterback to develop once it go gets you know once it goes south here then this thing is over (laughs) so you know this thing turns for the worst quick it's gonna get real ugly everyone's gonna be the Bad guys. Duh, uh, because there'll be no more. Again, if they start Drew Locke and he gets benched. You might as well cut his ass because it will be just over for him here. You go with Teddy, you start Teddy, you can go to Drew Locke at some point. And then, I mean, what's Teddy going to do? Teddy's a career backup. but He needs to come back in. He'll understand it. He be a professional. You start with Drew Locke and you have to pull the plug at some point. Well, you, again, you might as well just cut him because you just well, at that point, what would it be? It'd be like we're throwing in the towel. It'd be Paxton Lynch-esque, okay? So back to those ratings. Um, Quarterback room. 27 for QB. And 22 for the wide receivers. And 22 corp. for wide receivers. Let me just say this right here so we don't have to like, so we can maybe all get on the same page. If this were a, let's not, let's just rate, quarterback uh, running backs based off of skill set in a pass punt and kick competition like um, realm of uh, drafting um, analytics and upside, then this is a top 10 or eight group. Right, right. But your receiver... Is only as good as the quarterback who can or can't get you the ball. Right. Did you say pan or panned with a D. I'm ch- I think I can help you with the yeah. pan. I think I can help you with the whole pan panned thing. Um but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they're ranked twenty-two because their quarterback's twenty-seven. If their quarterback was ranked 15, they'd be probably ranked 10. Right, And right. looking at is as helping your top 15 quarterback. Now your 27th ranked quarterback group is hurting your 22nd ranked wide receiver group that we know is more talented than that. But how talented is Jerry Judy on five catches a game for 60 yards? Jerry Judy is great with uh, – ten catches for hundred and twenty one, one of those being fifty plus and a tutty. And we don't have the kind of quarterbacks who can distribute the ball at that kind of, you know, level. Right. With the with the receiver position being so dependent on yeah. on quarterback, well, you, it changes the ratings. Do you and know the why projections. Devin Booker became a superstar this offseason and Mikel Bridges became a guy we knew and the Cameron Payne's and the Cam Johnson's and do you know why uh, DeAndre Ayton turned into a double double every night the facilitator their facilitator their point guard their quarterback Chris Paul was feeding freaking dimes to everybody getting everybody going getting everybody off and you know we don't have the quarterback who could um, simply Give everybody enough touches because they're going to limit his opportunities because the more times we let Drew Locke throw the ball, the more times he's going to intercept the ball. And then Teddy, for better or for worse, is steady. Will not throw the ball when not necessary. Prefers a check down because he looks at three or four yards as then second and six, not second and ten. And that's kind of cool too, I guess. But that's like... That's not 2021 NFL football. And that's why they're ranked so low. So that's all. That's it. That's the whole podcast, Jake. I'm gonna be out tomorrow. We're gonna to try to still put a podcast together for you, uh, Jake. Why don't you, in like one last minute here, give me a little preview? Uh, you don't have to predict it. You don't have to give me stat line. You don't have to tell me anything other than what you think about what's gonna happen with the Vikings this weekend.
1: Right, the uh, Saturday game. Drew Lock starting for the Broncos. I think we're gonna see uh, a few possessions. i maybe like the whole first quarter since there's less preseason How many drives games. Did you get three drives. I'm gonna say three drives okay. uh, in one quarter. For the Denver Broncos. And I'm going to say that the Broncos. I think Drew Locke throws a touchdown and then one interception. I think oh, uh, it's, it's just, Ugh. you know, that touchdown interception ratio is going to look exactly Doesn't it like have to it be has. It great
0: been. to somehow. Who's the front runner now? That, Teddy. Listen, Teddy. Has this changed for you? Do you believe Teddy starts week one or do you still believe that. Um, they go with Locke in week one. I'm starting to think Teddy gets the start. Wow! In week Mark one. this date and time because you August 12th. You know this is I, I love this because you have been uh, pretty consistent with the temperament of a pretty smart group of Broncos country. Not as smart as me who's been telling you it's be Teddy <laughs> since day one because of all of the things that Teddy brings, you know, on, off the field, you know, uh, weight room, locker room, film room, film study, all that kind of stuff. But it's just like I think that's who and what where we're at. And I also don't feel like you throw a guy who you really believe in and you're trying to protect and who you think going to lead you this season out there in preseason game number one and let him play in four drives. Right. That's just like the guy who you're just trying to kind of continue to hope to develop. And this, you'll know, is going to be his only game time opportunity.
1: They're still trying to tap into Drew Locke's ceiling, is what they what they think that he can do, um, but. I think Teddy with the joint practices, you know, he seemed to be on the money, dropping dimes left
0: and right. I love this for Teddy so, against this team, the emotion, all the kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he don't need to play in this game. He can go, uh, you know, help get himself and this team ready in preseason game number 2 for the regular season opener. Um, but all this kind of stuff, the culmination, you know, the, like the, you know, where the career, you know, the comeback story for this to be, you know, for Teddy. I love this for Teddy.
1: I think we're going to get a nice dose of
0: Javante Williams. I hope so. In in this first preseason game as well. I think so too. I think preseason game number one, game number two, we're going to realize how valuable this guy is. No preseason game number three for you. Get out there and be ready to carry the ball fifteen, seventeen, twenty times in preseason in week one if necessary for this team. All right. Jake, good stuff today. You too, man. Appreciate it. Uh, no podcast for you tomorrow. We'll miss you. My brother. Um, we appreciate you guys. Uh, anyone who uh, had a chance to listen to this podcast today, we really appreciate you guys. A lot of guys do podcasts. They think they're cool guys. Nah, we appreciate anybody who ever listens to um, our podcast, definitely to the radio show every single day that we do. Um, find a way to get involved with us. Let us know you're out there. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.